0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni and joining me once again is Shay Dixon. Shay, it's Friday um, and LSU plays Army tomorrow, Saturday night in Death Valley, Uh, a non-conference game that is in the midst of an SEC schedule where LSU played five straight SEC games and has Alabama coming up in two weeks. Um, but first, you gotta take care of army and it's obviously always a unique challenge when you play the surface Academy teams, but, uh, it feels like LSU goes into this one with some confidence, has a couple players, um, on the injury report that we'll talk about, but how are you, how are you feeling today?
0: Let's get the, uh, the first quiz out of the way, uh, Matty B. Okay. Who, how many times have LSU and army played? It's the second, right? It is. It is. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It was like a long time ago. when they it was the like a 19-30, something like that. Oh, gosh, see, you knew the answer better than I did. I just knew the fact <laughs> that uh, – and my other fact was LSU didn't score. LSU didn't score yeah. in the
1: last time they played?
0: Yeah, so Army owns the series one nothing right now. LSU did not score last time. Want to bet cool. that they scored this weekend?
1: Yeah, how how times have changed. LSU now has the best offense and the worst defense in the country in 2023. Who'd have thought 100 years ago that this is where we'd be?
0: Now, uh, who thought 15 years ago this is where we'd be in the Les Miles era? 10 years ago, uh, here we are, uh, LSU. What you just gave me a stat before the game? What is it? Number one EPA in the country.
1: Yeah, LSU has the is now number one in the country in uh, offensive EPA and 132nd in defensive EPA.
0: Just start? how many teams are there? 132,
1: 133. Oh man! You want to know the one defense worse than them? I think I know think the I know. answer. It's, it's North Texas, isn't it? I think I know the answer, but let's see if maybe I'm wrong. It's maybe
0: it's Maddie B North Texas uh, Mean Green. Oh Lordy! Let me Pulling it up. Yeah, it's not letting me scroll. We way. already know the answer.
1: All right. Yeah, we'll go with North Texas here. I'm not going to. I mean, don't it. they
0: have the biggest disparity in LSU and North Texas in offense and defense?
1: Yes. Yeah. I tweeted that out too, was the biggest disparity in effective uh, efficiency or something between offense and defense. So, yeah, cover the yeah, top so two teams. So,
0: Maddie B, North Texas grad covering LSU. You're getting to watch uh, some yin and yang of football here. Of, yes. uh, the best and worst it could be. All right, let's uh, let's jump in. Okay, so you went to BK, hung out with him yesterday. Heard about injuries. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, um, Chris Hilton is back from his high ankle sprain. Honestly, quicker than I thought. I thought they would just hold him till Alabama, um, especially because high ankle sprains usually I, I read four to six weeks. This is week. This would be f- exactly four weeks. I think on Saturday. Um, so. Good for him to get back that quickly. Hopefully, you know, everything's 100%. I don't expect him to get a huge snap count, but still, he's active. Then you have um, Mikhail Wingo, defensive lineman, who is out. Uh, Brian Kelly said he's been dealing with some lower body stuff throughout the season. So get him rested. And then Emory Jones, offensive lineman, right tackle, is out. Uh, Zaylin Turd will start in his place. Um, again, we saw Emory Jones leave the Auburn game with an ankle injury. I don't. I, we haven't got a timeline or anything, but it sounds like he's going to be fine with the bye week going to Alabama, so that's big. And then uh, Deuce Chestnut, we got an update on him, or as an update, that wasn't really an update, but it was just that he's on scholarship with team, but he's inactive. Yeah,
0: so, so not kicked off, but they haven't decided yet what they're doing with him.
1: Yeah. That, I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows what's happening with Deuce Chestnut exactly, but uh, maybe he'll just finish out the year on the team and then – try to transfer again or he started
0: Florida State and then just play so
1: yeah exactly so
0: right now like I know they don't have corners but they weren't even trying him anymore
1: yeah so I I don't know how you know you obviously go through a fall camp decide he's the cornerback one throughout the entire fall camp and then after one week two weeks it felt like he was kind of just out of the rotation so things change quickly, you know, for those who think we have, you know, all the answers, anybody has all the answers in fall camp or week one. Uh, it is very much not the case. So any of those stand out to you? Any of those open up a door that maybe you're interested to watch somebody else? I in think,
0: those I think Lance Hurd starting at right tackle and Emory Jones being sidelined is going to be in resting up for the bye week and then Bama and Emory will be fine and you'll have him back starting for Bama. But, Everyone was waiting for when does Lance Hurd, you know, get a starting nod. And was it going to be forcing Miles Frazier to the bench? Well, Frazier answered the bell. He had some poor play and then he put together some really strong outings and they've kept him on the starting lineup. And now it's come when there is an injury. And fortunately, the Emory Jones injury isn't serious. So you get to a much like Makai Wingo, you get to like rest somebody who's injured and has been banged up but also get to now see what your five-star freshman right tackle looks like. And I'm, I thought he played well when he came in against Auburn. so now that he's not coming in cold off the bench, he's got a week to prepare, get first team reps. I know it's army, but I'd like to see how he does.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the main thing here is we get to see Salen's heard. Um, I think in the run game, that's where I'm most interested to see. And then obviously we'll see pass protection wise. Um but yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's, let's start talking a little bit of Army here. Army comes in uh, two and four on the year. Uh, does have an impressive win, or is it two and three? Dang, I'm already four, three, already four. two and four, two and four. Sorry, the the schedule I was looking at I only had three losses. Um, did have a nice win over UTSA that I watched. UTSA is a competent team. It didn't have its starting quarterback uh, UTSA, but still, that's a good 37-29 win over UTSA on the road. Uh, they had a close loss to Boston College, 27-24. Uh, thirteen point loss to Syracuse on the road, and then most recently got shut out against Troy, nineteen to zero at home. Uh, the Troy loss is obviously not um, is the least impressive result of the past four, but mm-hmm. still, it's an Army team that is at least capable for with competing with some, you know, lower tier P fives, uh, G five teams for the most part. Um, and obviously, offensively is where you start with them, right? They're the triple option team everybody knows and loves well they have deviated a bit uh gone shotgun they still run triple option type stuff with their you know running back it's it's kind of like what we see LSU do where it's you have the option to hand it off and then you have the flat with Jaden Daniels or you can keep it and run like it's those type of things uh they have in they have um more jet sweeps involved in their offense it's a little bit more sideline to sideline type stuff than what we've used to see but they are still running the ball 74 plus percent of the time they are still third they have the third highest run percentage in the country behind navy and uh air force so it's still a run heavy team but you know they throw the ball 26 percent of the time and they're actually very efficient when they do throw the ball i think they're averaging 8.8 yards per attempt which is obviously very good and i think i saw that they have completed 97 passes on the year and 32 of them have gone for first downs. So when they're hitting their passes, you know, they're being a little pretty explosive. They're moving the chains when they are able to to complete those.
0: I think we talked about it on the podcast, maybe the mailbag, but that army has gone from like this idea that like army opened up their offense. So they've gone from like seven passes a game to like 14 passes a game. It's like, yeah, they've doubled their passes, but they're still only throwing it. 14 times a game
1: yeah they're on pace I read they're on pace for basically about 150 passes on the season and last year they were at 100 so you know whatever that number of increases on the year
0: I know that we can't I mean there's look it's army um even when Munkin uh Jeff Munkin talked about this game their head coach and they asked him about um hey look defensive back has been a weakness for LSU you know, is that an Achilles, it's been an Achilles heel for LSU and how do y'all attack that? And he said, when you talk about our guys playing against an LSU, there is no Achilles heel, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, they're more talented. And he heaped all kind of praise over the offense saying it was one of the best he'd seen. Um, I I, I don't want to make too much of like what we're going to see or what it means in the grand scheme, but I do think how you laid out a team that runs a triple option means defensively you have to be assignment sound. And I think that might be a nice test for an LSU team right now. Like they're not the best at, you know, they're going to be one of the worst teams you play. They're going to have some of the least talented overall athletes that you play. It'll move at a little bit slower pace for you. Can you get it right this week? I think that's a fair thing to ask in a game like this is, all right, go play a, show me you can play assignment football and tackle. Like that's what I want to see this week.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then this is like last year when LSU played uh New Mexico and it played UAB, the defense was was excellent in those games. Really shutting down the run games of both. I remember going in that UAB game saying, "Hey, you know, Spencer Brown, yada yada yada, LSU's defense was awesome." Um to this point in the season, we have seen LSU's defense uh, shut down Mississippi State, and shut down Auburn. So there is some hope here that when you go against a run-heavy team, a run-first team, LSU's actually had quite a bit of success. Now, obviously, like Ole Miss, and you go down the list of, like, capable, like Arkansas, like capable offenses, it hasn't translated. But in this type of game, you expect LSU to kind of smother – the opponent, um, win up front, even if you know they haven't been a great defense. The defensive line's getting better, should be able to win at the point of attack. The linebackers, I think, Whit Weeks could have an awesome game if he gets the amount of snaps uh, I expect. And you get to see, you know, Omar, Greg Penn, if they can make some plays as well. We know when Greg Penn is clicking, you know, and everything's going right for him, he can be a really, really good player. So, um, Brian Kelly also mentioned the safeties. I think that was a really interesting point. So more than anything, if we're looking at like players that need to prove something on the defense side of the ball, I think it is the safeties. It is Andre Sam and major burns and they're um, staying disciplined, making plays in the run game, no busts on the pass game. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at with the defenses. They should be fine. But like you said, I don't want to take anything for granted here against the, uh, obviously a disciplined offense that knows what they're doing.
0: You know, what's interesting to me is the, over under on this game in Vegas is set at 59 points, but the spread is 32 and a half. So there's an expectation that Army is going to score.
1: Yeah, what is that? It was
0: 19 nothing. They didn't score on Troy. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think, and that's where, again, going back to it, Matt House, as, you know, obviously he and the defense have not been good against these offenses that have KJ Jefferson and Luther Burden and uh, Lane Kiffin and uh Florida State they they were not good in those games. But, you know, Auburn and Miss oh, and Mississippi State to me are clear indicators that hey, when teams are one dimensional, I think Matt House kind of knows what he's doing and this was my point in the Mississippi State game was that they just they they're able to suffocate teams at the line of scrimmage. If they can't other teams can't throw the ball and attack the weaknesses, then this defense usually holds up pretty well. So I, I do feel good about LSU. Whatever Army's team total is, I might have the under as my uh, play of the week. I assume it's it's probably like, what, 13 and a half, 14? Um, if I had to guess, I'll look it up here. But, yeah, I do feel good about LSU's defense going into this, and I know that might be – you know we might be able to clip this after the game and say, oh, I shouldn't have said yeah, that. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, why did I say that? Exactly. Um,
1: anything else on this offense? Uh no,
0: and look, I know we're not gonna pour too deep into uh into like how does Arm, you know, LSU's offense versus Army's defense. LSU's offense is scoring on everybody right now. So I don't think that Army is going to present an incredible challenge. So let's at least share some thoughts from each of us on this offense. I just wanted to point out because I don't think people realize it. LSU realize I mean LSU fans realize how special this offense is right now. Sure, um, they can understand uh, that Jaden. Had they not had a couple losses, would be maybe the front runner for the Heisman and not Pennix. I mean, in terms of total offense, LSU, like you brought up, is EPA wise the best in the country. They have more yards than anyone in the country. Georgia's at second. Uh, LSU's about to hit four thousand yards and. At 3,800 through seven games, like those are wild numbers. But I think people just are forgetting that this team found a run game, and it wasn't just Jaden; that it was Logan Diggs as well. LSU is sixth right now in the country in total rush yards on the season. Sixth. That's amazing. I would have never predicted that. Yeah, uh, we they couldn't find a run game these past couple of years.
1: Yeah. Uh, to kind of go back to the EPA point, they're second in the country in rushing EPA, only behind Oregon. I mean, this is about as balanced of an attack as you can have, and that's what makes it so special. Is it's not just, and you know, Washington doesn't have the most balance here, so it's not just that kind of air raid attack where you're killing people with three
0: NFL Oh yeah, Washington never runs it.
1: Runs a, yeah, exactly. So um, it's not that, and it's not even. You know, I think Oregon to a degree has the run game, but in the past game, they can be kind of hit or miss, kind of shorter stuff. This, the balance that this offense has struck is truly unique. But I think it is, I think this is exactly what Mike Denbrock wants. Like in an offense, if he could have drawn up an offense and obviously, you know, best offense in the country, of course, blah, blah, blah. But you have a mobile quarterback, you have a bell cow running back, you have an elite offensive line. And you have two NFL receivers like, and, a end,
0: and a tight end. You can trust
1: and a tight end and an all sec tight end. Like this is checks all the boxes for him. Like maybe in a perfect world, he has a second tight end. That's really, really good. Um, and maybe they'll get that one day, but like right now, this checks every box, Mike Denbrock that like going into it, the Mike Denbrock offensive coordinator era and even Brian Kelly era. Right. We said, all right, mobile quarterbacks, a couple of late receivers run game, offensive line like that's what we said and they have checked every single box and it's yeah like you said they're gonna score on anybody um this you know we're not gonna learn anything about army's defense in this game the only question is for those maybe rushing to bet the over or anything like that is can if army's offense gets a couple of first downs and can kill five minutes with a drive would that be a lower possession game you know maybe take a couple possessions away from lsu and instead of LSU scoring 60, they only score 45, you know, because they don't have the two or three possessions that they usually have there. So that is my only question before I rush to look at this being a, you know, 55, 60 point game for LSU.
0: Well, if anyone wants to go check out this amazing LSU offense, uh, you know, the deal every Friday game time is our app that we use uh, for all ticketing. Um, I've told you guys i bought concert tickets off game time Saints tickets are on game time. Obviously, LSU tickets are on game time. Uh, right now, I've uh, as I do each week, I'll give you my uh, best bets. I was checking the map before the show. Uh, a lot of, I mean, you can sit lower bowl, Maddie B, on either sideline. Really, <clears throat> pick it doesn't matter. It's going to be nighttime too, so the sun's not going to bother you. Yeah. 60 bucks 56 bucks 89 bucks and you're seven rows up here you can sit in the end zones for 40 bucks um obviously there's a bunch of upper deck stuff for 25 23 dollars right now um flash deals going all over dropping. i bet these prices come down even more mm-hmm. uh over the next day so Game time is your ticketing app. Download the game time app. If you haven't create an account, use the code tigers, T I G E R S. That's 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, game time app, one word game time, put it in there, download it. Promo code tigers will get you 20 bucks off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the ticket experience and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have certainly you'll have fun in tiger stadium i just love the seat view um again i don't know <laughs> if it, it kind of always goes away when i try to show it but no matter where you click yeah, you uh, on the away because it rotates when with your yeah it rotates but that's just how it is uh no matter where you click on the seat uh you get a view of what it looks like from that seat in the stadium so Uh, That's always a nice bonus for me. Also, no hidden fees. Uh, You're not going to get to check out and see that uh, your price is now doubled, um, like other ticketing apps you might run into. uh, And they'll have the game time guarantee. Uh, So always the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they'll credit you 110% of the difference. Fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Game time. Again, promo code Tigers. T-I-G-E-R-S. All right, Maddie B, what are we doing? Uh you want to do game balls?
1: Yeah, let's do let's do game balls. Let's do game balls here. Um I got okay, my so game.
0: last week I picked Jade now I won't do that again. Um I'm
1: picking um ooh, gang, I just had a second thought. Um, but I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Logan Diggs off the board before you can.
0: Okay. I think
1: they're on okay. the ball a lot, and I think Logan Diggs is very good.
0: I'm gonna go heads up here. I'm gonna go Josh Williams. Okay. I think. Oh, oh sorry, guys. Uh, yep, on the clock, on the dot. I'm going to go Josh Williams. I think that if LSU is able to get a lead, more than Diggs will get to carry the football. True. Maybe they won't be chunking it all over the yard. Uh, Josh Williams had two touchdowns last week, got a, in the end zone once on a catch, once on a run. Played a good bit late in the game. I'd expect you would get in earlier this time. So I'll go with the vet, I think. I'll, I'll go Williams. We'll go ahead and set up running back.
1: Okay, yeah. We'll place your uh, Josh Williams anytime touchdown score bets in there.
0: Guys, stay hot on live bets. I'm just saying <laughs> we won't go too deep in it, but the LSU offense, <laughs> you can just bet to field goal Oh she's, she's she's drive. The if they stall, you're, you're hitting. They're giving you <laughs> plus money on field goals for this drive, for this team. <laughs> That's how good the offense is for real. Uh, yeah, uh, give me, um, give me, jo- yeah, give me Williams anytime to score for this one. I'll take it. Defensively, Defense, yeah, I think you are rocking. Oh man, I was on. We talked about who the game most important for. Maybe the safeties. I don't know if
1: you're picking MVPs. I'm there. not picking the safeties. I'm. I would rather. No, no, not picking the safeties there. Man, this is tough because I want to pick a linebacker, but then again, I think there are some with with Wingo out, mm-hmm. we're gonna see a lot of Jefferson. And I really like Jefferson. I'm gonna take Perkins, a linebacker. Perkins
0: got our game ball last week. Or got yeah. the you know, the nod. He got Brian Kelly's game ball. Yeah. Perkins could write no, shot.
1: Parishan Shan got our got our game ball.
0: Got our game ball. Yeah. Uh Perkins got Brian the real one, Brian Kelly's game ball. Oh yeah.
1: Um I'm gonna take I'm just gonna stick to my gut. I'm taking Greg Penn.
0: Greg oh, Penn. man, that's who I was going to pick. Okay, I'll go with – I won't double up. I think Greg Penn has a big game.
1: I think Greg Penn has 10 tackles.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I will have a big game. Um,
1: Famous last words. <laughs> I almost went with Whit Weeks. I almost went with Jordan
0: Jefferson. Give me Major Burns. I like it. I'm going bounce back game, Major Burns. Um, I don't know, man. I've got faith in him. I've, I know it's waves where he'll have some struggles and he'll play well. I'm going with playing well this weekend. I think he, the Baton Rouge native, uh, Major Burns has a big game in this one. Um, like I said, I think this is a get right game for the defense in terms of fundamentally sound. You know what's coming. They're not the athletes that you ran up against with Luther Burden or. Trey Harris, or any of those guys that you faced at receiver. This should be more, obviously, a, a more winnable game for the defensive side. Yeah, I'm going Burns. I think he has a big game.
1: All right. Uh, predictions. Predictions. Oh, wait. Special teams. Oh, special teams. Sorry.
0: Oh, Caleb Jackson had that 60 yard. Are you going to dip your toe back in that water on kick returns?
1: I am. I am going to do that. I'm just going to keep taking Caleb Jackson until he breaks one for a touchdown. But yeah, that's my – I mean, but I didn't pick him last week. I had Jay Bramblet, or was that two weeks ago, whenever it was. Regardless, I'm taking Caleb Jackson.
0: All right, here's my bold, boldest of predictions. Their goal on punt returns is simply just catch it and give it to the offense. I think that Greg Clayton returns one this weekend, and I bet he can pop one. Give me a 20-plus-yard Greg Clayton punt return. Whew. I think he did. he let one roll by him and then yeah. he took it. But they might have had a holding on that or something that yeah. came back. I can't remember what his long would be on the year, technically. Uh, give me a 20-plus yard Greg Clayton punt return. I like that. I yeah. almost went touchdown. That was too ridiculous of a claim.
1: Not not quite as outlandish as when you specifically said Deshaun Womack on kickoff yeah. coverage will force a fumble. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that that was, was so very
0: specific. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, but no, I'm going. You know, give. I'll. I'll go on the return game too. Give me a Greg Clayton punt return. I don't think if Bramplett punted once last week. I'm not sure how much he's punting in this one. And then they should win comfortably. So whatever Ramos is doing probably isn't all that important to the outcome. Yeah. In the end, anyways, it shouldn't be at least. So yeah, let's return have some fun game. with it. Greg okay. Clayton and, and Caleb Jackson.
1: All right, we'll be glued to our seats. Um, predictions. 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 Yeah. I don't I, get
0: this over, under, and spread. Like uh, an over, under sitting at 60 and a spread at 31 means they do expect Army to score some points. Army's
1: team total is at 13 and a half. And there you go.
0: They expect them to have maybe um, two
1: touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> Um, give me even against, even if
0: it's the fourth quarter and it's backups and all, but then you've got to remember Army's backups are probably all in too, yeah. so like it'd be Army? their second team offense trying to drive down and score.
1: Army has UMass next week at home. Need to win that game. So, and then Air Force in two weeks. Yeah, they're not gonna keep the starters in too long. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick LSU to win. Mm, I don't want to be – I don't want to take your picks here. 45. You already 45, know my – 45 to 10. What are you going with? No, 45 to 7. 45 to 7. There you go. 45. <clears>
0: seven. I went uh, – forty-five. okay, now you're making me feel a little bit better. So 45 to 7 would hit the over. Uh, no, 45 to no. 7 would be the under. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's at 59. With a spread of 32 and a half. So you got them covering, but not hitting the over. And remember, LSU's hit the over in every single game this season. I'm going, I might sound ridiculous here. We talked about clipping things and coming back and looking bad and foolish. I'm going to LSU 56 Army 10. I think they smashed the over and the spread. Comfortably hitting both. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I wouldn't be. I mean, could
0: you not see Elish? I mean, this offense could just score on every possession yeah. in the first quarter and be winning thirty-five or forty-two, nothing at half. Like, yeah, that's that wouldn't very much within the realm of possibility. That wouldn't shock me at all.
1: That it wouldn't shock me at all. I, I, Army's defense has been very, very suspect this year. I, I watched the Syracuse game. Syracuse gave them fits. They they only have what is it ten sacks. And I don't remember. They, they they rank in the bottom 30 in the country in both sacks and TFLs. Like, they're not really getting pressure here. They're not winning at the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be surprised at all if, if LSU scored on seven or six of its first seven drives in the first half and is up 42 to three or seven in the first. Like, that wouldn't shock me at all. I just – I think the I'm, my only concern is the pace. And if Army if Army gets a few first downs and bleeds some clock, then it's like, all right, when can LSU get the ball back? Can you get the ball back? But I think, like I said, I trust LSU's defense for the
0: most part. Hey, the, the defense was forcing three and outs last week on Auburn to start the game. Army might be probably. better than Auburn on offense here. I don't know. <laughs> Army's not better than Auburn, but Auburn's not good either. So that's a start. Um, but it should be a fun game. I mean, I know they've got what they've got, the end zones, painted camo, probably have yep. a flyover, they'll probably have some in-game stuff. So it should be a good experience.
1: I have a question. When's the last time you saw, when's the last time else you went to an alternate jersey that wasn't the purple ones, with the white helmets?
0: Oh, well, they've done it a number of times. The, they usually, the second non-con game of the year is typically the purple. Um, yeah. Have they announced what they're wearing? Did they no, 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 no.
1: No, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just asking. I'm oh. just curious because I feel like this would be one of those games where you could. throw Yeah, out
0: I could see. Okay, there's a nice Maddie B. Bold I could see them shaking this up and bringing out like an alternate uni. I feel
1: like um, they would have announced it by now. They do a
0: good job of keeping that stuff under wraps. Equipment does. Oh, really? Like the the end zones got leaked, but they do a very good job of keeping equipment and jerseys and combos, helmets under wraps. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did a little something.
1: I was just curious because I was like, "This is one of those games. This and maybe even more so than Georgia State. It's like, yeah, just throw a jersey out there, just throw throw something crazy out there, and just let go sell some merch."
0: Maddie B wants the new color combos. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Be cool, but if not, it'll be purple. But I'd like to see him shake it up.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll clip this if they do. And um, there's my we'll- prediction.
0: Yeah, there you go. There's your bold prediction. A lot of people think that the purples are, like, some of the best jerseys in college football.
1: Yeah, we haven't seen them this year.
0: The purple, yellow, purple, white, I guess it would be. The yeah, yellow, purple, yellow.
1: Yeah, they didn't wear them against Grambling, did they?
0: No, yeah, it's usually the second non-con game. Of the oh, the year,
1: second so. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. So, yeah, maybe. So they it. don't wear them this
0: weekend, it'll certainly be Georgia State.
1: I'll just – I just remember I wasn't here, obviously, but when they, they wore the, was it 20s? It was like in the mid to 2010s where they wore the the gold helmet, just the yep, bronze helmet. That was helmet. a good look. Yeah, so I was like, I, I haven't seen that in person. But anyways, that's all we got. Uh, anything else, Jay, before we go? No,
0: we're good. And guys, spend your money responsibly. I told you, I'm out here telling you they're hitting overs and covering. Don't listen to me. Don't spend any of your hard-earned money on anything that I'm telling you. I'm just saying I the LSU offense is special. They're just going to keep scoring. Yes. It's fun to watch. Hopefully we get to watch it for at least three quarters. Yes.
1: I, that's my that's then, my guess, by the way. For those asking how much we're going to see the second strangers and stuff, I think they're going to treat this game just like grambling. And most of the games under Brian Kelly is play starters through three quarters for the most part. And then Nussmeier and the gang come in for the fourth to hand the ball off to hopefully Caleb Jackson. and. That's it. That's how the game will go. All right. Good for me. Yep. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Leave us a five-star rating review wherever you're listening. Uh, thank you all for subscribing on YouTube. We hit 5,000 subs. Um, really, uh, a lot of growth in the past year since we've gotten here, what, less than 14 months ago. And we appreciate everybody for liking the videos yes. and subscribing and commenting and obviously subscribing to the Bengal Tiger on three, which is also grown tremendously since we've um, gotten there. So thank you all for that. Uh, We'll be back after the game to recap everything and um, obviously, hopefully recap a tiger's win. So we will talk to y'all then step into the world of
0: power loyalty.